At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. We are Odyssey's 49ers web zone, No Huddle Podcast. I'm Al. He's Brian. Another football Sunday is in the books. They're almost in the books. We're recording this about 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on a Sunday. And things are starting to take shape, Brian in the NFL and in the playoff picture. And I'll tell you what, man, on these Sundays, I don't move some Sundays, some Sundays. Like my family has infinite <laughs> patience with me. Like, dude, I did nothing today, nothing but watch football. I didn't shower. I mean, I ate. That's, that's really about it. It's like, I'm to the point where like some of these Sundays up with football, like, like I'm gl- it's what I wanted to do, but like, I almost feel bad about myself by this point in the night. Like, man, I, I, <laughs> I accomplished nothing. I'm a waste on society. That's what I feel like tonight. Do you, do you have a Sunday ticket? Are you watching like all the games, most of the games? Because uh, I'm, I would say I'm beholden to who, whatever's on my TV screen locally because I don't have the Sunday ticket, mainly because I'm, I'm local to the 49ers. So I yeah. don't have to because I will get every 49er game. I'm a big fantasy guy and I like the red zone. There so you I'll go. do a lot of the NFL red zone. So I like to, even though I got, it was a rough fantasy day for me, man. I don't want it was a rough day all around with that, but um cooper cups hurt i had yeah guys on buys uh dallas goddard got hurt all these people i have are just hurt and it's it was brutal today but you know i'm a big red zone guy i think it's awesome going back and forth with that obviously when the niners are on all my attention is there but for the rest of the nfl because i'm so into it i like i like to watch all the other games i like to see what other teams are doing um for sure 
I'll watch a lot of Bills games too, because like that's like my second team. So they got off the schneid a little bit today and started playing a little bit better. So I'll tell you what, if I if I wasn't such a fan of Mike McDaniel and what he's doing in Miami, uh, I do think the Bills would be my quote unquote AFC team. I love yeah. I love the Bills and I and it has to I I imagine it has to be from the amount of time I spent watching Chris Berman as a a young child and a teenager and into my young adult years. And, you know, just his, his love for the Buffalo bills. And I love their color scheme. I love that Royal blue, the red and the white. I love the helmets, right. That those white helmets with Mm. the old school Buffalo logo. Uh, There were a couple hats that they had last year where I almost purchased them. And I'm like, that just feels weird to wear another team's hat. I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, But like I said, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Mike McDaniel and what he's doing down in South Beach, that would probably be my uh, my my AFC team, if you will. Because I also love Josh Josh Allen and the way that he, that he plays, and you know, yeah. good to see him kind of kind of pick things up uh, today uh, after having a pretty rough past two games. Yeah, and the Bills, the Bills as a team, like their PR team, have been great to me. I've covered a couple of games in Buffalo, and they're just oh, awesome to work with. Yeah, I mean, just top notch, really easy to work with. They make things easy. It's not one of those things where they're, you know, oh, well, we're not giving you credential or anything. They're great. They're just, they're awesome to work with. So they've been really good to me. So when an organization's that good to you, it's hard not to kind of root for them too and stuff like that. So absolutely, um, definitely cool. But yeah, so looking at this, the NFL today, and I thought we'd start with this, Brian, really looking at the NFC playoff picture, because I think things are starting to get interesting, but not in the way that I thought it would. So I don't know, maybe about (laughs) a month or so ago, we were talking and I, I said, yeah, the Niners have to probably get to 10 wins because there's going to be other teams that are right there. They're probably going to have to get 10 wins and win the division. The teams that I thought I was talking about at that time were the Rams and the Packers. I just thought at some point, those two teams are going to get it together. And they haven't, and it doesn't look they're going to. The Rams look like one of the worst teams in the NFL. Cup's probably going to be out for the year because they're not doing anything. Stafford had another concussion today. He's probably out. And the Packers, I don't know what I don't know what the hell their story is. Um, they don't look like they're going to come back. I mean... Could they run the table? I mean, I, I guess so, but uh, it's not anything I would would bet on. So now all of a sudden, well, where's the Niners competition? So if we look at this playoff picture, Philly's 9-1, and one, and Philly's probably taking that division, right? Pretty safe to say. Uh, yeah, I mean, they play they play the Cowboys one more time, right? So And the Cowboys yeah. right now are absolutely throttling the uh, Minnesota Vikings. They 8-1 Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Uh, last time I checked, it was 37 to three. Um, I yeah, think that came the that is, yeah, you know, what's crazy is it's 37 to three and there's almost an entire fourth quarter to go. There's still 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter of that game. Yeah. Which probably is, uh, absolutely dominated that game. Yeah. Absolutely it's 37 dominated. to three. Um, so they could, yeah. cause Philly hasn't looked great in the past couple weeks. I mean, I guess Dallas could, but you have to figure Dallas and Philly are both in whether one for sure. Or, or Absolutely. One. Vikings is going to win that division. Vikings probably win one more game the rest of the season to win that division. So they're in. I think uh, they don't scare me, obviously, from what you've seen today. And I know they just they just won a really, you know, emotional game against the Bills. So maybe there was going to be a letdown. But I still don't uh, – they don't scare me at all. And then you have, I think, Tampa Bay will win their division by default. Um, I know the Falcons are 5-6. and six. You can't. They've been pesky. I guess you can't count them out. But I, I'd be hard-pressed for me not to say that Tampa Bay will win that division. And then you get to sort everything else. The Giants look bad today, but the Giants, we know what the Giants are. The Giants are kind of smoking mirrors anyway. The thing with the Giants is they're already at seven wins. 
they need really a total just collapse not to get to nine. They might get to 10. I, I still kind of, I'm going to bet on them maybe getting to 10. So they're right around there. And then other than those guys, I'm not worried really about anybody except Seattle, obviously, because that's who the Niners are competing with their division. And all of a sudden the commanders. Yeah. Monday night, they look, I would, I'm not worried about that team at four and five with Taylor Heineke, but now all of a sudden they beat the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, they beat a bad Texans team today, but you you win the games that are on your schedule. Now they're six and five. And now Mm -hmm. that game coming up, Brian, against the Niners. Yeah. I thought that was just going to be like, ah, they got to play the commanders. That's going to be a huge game. Yeah. I, here's the thing. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like what I got from today in terms of, looking at the NFC is that the reality is, is there's quite a few frauds in the NFC. And I don't mean that in terms of their, you know, they, they shouldn't have the record that they, that they do to a certain extent, you can argue that they shouldn't, especially the giants. But what I mean is that these teams that have these tremendous records that are almost assured of a playoff spot, uh, being the Eagles, being the Vikings, uh, and really being the the Giants, if you will, uh, at seven and three, mm-hmm. all three of those teams don't look nearly as good as what their record indicates that they are. Right. The right. The Eagles lost to the to the commanders and then came out and and damn near lost to the fighting Jeff Saturdays of Indianapolis. So <laughs> um, and and it took a you know, it took a and hey. Good for Jalen Hurts that he led a, a a game-winning drive in the fourth quarter to to pull out a victory against a, a plucky team, right? But ah, there you're starting to see some cracks, at least I think, uh, in terms of 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 what that team is. And at nine and one, you think, oh man, like that team. I I I, I like to think back to 2019, right, when the 49ers were an absolute juggernaut, and like it felt that way, you know, it, it didn't feel like they were eking out wins. It didn't feel like the wins that they had were, you know, against a a ton of inferior opponents or that they were, you know, a lot of close games. They were, they were putting it on teams in 2019 Mm -hmm. and it, you know, and they, they, they rode their way to the Super Bowl. The Eagles, it doesn't feel like they're doing that. It feels like they're a solid team. I'm not saying that they're not, uh, the thing that they have that is always going to uh, be a factor in the playoffs is a good offensive line. And they now have a, a, a I would say a revamped uh, defensive line, right? They lost their, their, their rookie D tackle who was very key in, in their run uh, against the run. They brought in a couple uh what, what would you call them? Uh, I lost, I lost the word, but they brought in uh, Ndamukong Sue and they brought in Linval Joseph, right? Uh, two guys yeah. that were sitting on their couch uh, two weeks ago. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, some two guys that, that really, they thought, you know what, we just need to beef up the middle, stop the run. Um, the Vikings, again, what they did against the bills was unbelievable. But at the same time, you play that guy, you play that, that game a hundred times. That's not going to happen again. Right. Everything that had to, to go right for them to win that game, not going to happen again. So, you know, and, and then, and now the Vikings are getting absolutely blown out of the water. Uh, I believe in their own building, right? That's in yeah, Minnesota. In Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, 40 to three now is that score. So, 
um, you look at it and you go, ah, like I look at the top and I'm, I'm not, I'm not all that worried. I'm not all that worried about these teams. These teams don't look like they are built for January specifically, but you look at some of the teams that could be, you know, in the dance, you look at the Seahawks, you look at the Bucks, you look at the Cowboys and you look at the 49ers and the commanders and you go, those are teams that have, they kind of have the, the script, if you will, uh, to to make a run, right. Which is strong line play, strong running game, uh, a quarterback who, you know, at least with the Cowboys, a quarterback who can, can manage the game, can, can put the game on his shoulders. I don't know that the 49ers have that, even though Jimmy Garoppolo is playing some of his best ball. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's an interesting, it's an interesting picture to me. Um, it gives me more confidence in this 49ers team and, and what they could be able to do in an, in an NFC playoff. But at the same time, it, it is more crowded now than we thought that it would be. Um, especially with the commanders at six and five now, and even the Falcons at five and six, uh, the 49ers are five and four. If they win this weekend or uh, this weekend, if they win tomorrow night, they're in first place in the West, which is, would be great, you know, and, right. and start to control their own destiny. But yeah, it's 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 a more crowded picture than than I anticipated. And and it's all about who gets hot now, right? It's all about who's playing their best fo- football this time of year. The thing that, you know, we've talked about it nausea, which worries me with the Niners is just their consistency. I mean, they're pretty close to being four and five. <laughs> they didn't, you know, the yeah. Chargers won the top, so they yeah. have to get it together. But you know me, I like to look at schedules. It's, I always like kind of just kind of see what's going on. So I want to look at Seattle and Washington and kind of just, again, see what, what we think right now, right? So Seattle was on a bye this week, and they're six and four. They come back. They play the Raiders. Tell me win or loss, I guess. Win. Okay. Then they play the – they're at the Rams. Win. <laughs> then the Rams they are, are home against Carolina. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm going to call that a win just because um, – you know, Carolina's three and seven, but they've Carolina's a little bit more plucky since, since Matt rule was shown the door. Yeah. They're not very good, but they're at least, they at least show out each week. Uh, it looks like they, they, they try and be competitive. They lost, uh, but, but yeah, it's, uh, that's, I'm going to say win. Yeah. So we have them at nine and four. I think I agree with you. And then there's a showdown on Thursday against the 49ers, which is going to be big L cool. big L. Big L. All right. So we'll say nine and <laughs> nine and five. Then they're at KC. I'm going to call that an L as well. Nine and six. Then they're home. The Jets home against the Jets. I don't know. That's a tough game. I mean, the Jets uh, and and we're going to talk about it in a little bit. Yeah, um, their quarterback's awful. Their quarterback is terrible. Um, But the Jets could also be fighting for a playoff spot at that point. Both. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Jets are the Jets are six and four. Uh, along with the Patriots, the Dolphins are seven and three. They're on a bye, and and now the the Bills are uh, with their win today. The Bills are seven and three, so that division is is far from over. And so you know it does look like it's going to go deep into deep into the season before that gets uh, you know figured out. And then you know on top of that, uh, you're also looking at you know the the. The Jets are this even at six and four. The Jets are the seven seed right now. Now, granted, mm-hmm. the Bengals and, and Steelers are playing right now. That's actually a close game. 
Um, I don't know if that game has finished yet or not. It has not. 20, no. Oh, yeah, 27-23 Bengals uh, with, again, a, a shade over 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, so that game's far from over. Uh, but everybody else, I mean, once you get past the Bengals at 5-4, and four, the AFC is the Colts at 4-6-1, and one, the Broncos at 3-6, and six, the Steelers at 3-6, and six, the Jaguars at 3-7, and seven, the Browns at 3-7, and seven, the Raiders at 2-7, and seven, uh, and then the Texans at 1-8-1. and one. So, yeah. you know, you, it really is going to come down to the Bengals, Chargers, Jets, Patriots, right? It's it's really, it's the Chargers in the, in the, in, uh, in the AFC West and the Bengals in the North that are going to be battling with the other NFC or the other AFC East teams for, for a spot. So the Jets could still be competing for a, for a playoff spot. So, um, I I mean, I would, I I think, I think you go who has the better quarterback. And at this point, Geno Smith is better than Zach Wilson, which is not a sentence I expected to say in the year of our Lord, 2022, but Zach uh, Wilson going into Seattle on new year's day. I just, yeah, I find that hard. Yeah. And then they finish up against the Rams. So Who you have nothing to play for. Yeah, they're going to have their they have their bags packed now. You're lucky the Rams yes. show up to that game. Yeah, they do. So <laughs> Seattle could be looking at could be looking at 11 and 6. Yeah. That's crazy. Just think at the beginning of the season that they were going to be, be 11 and 6. They probably will. They probably will be mm-hmm. they probably will win 10 or 11 games with their big stretch, their hard their tough stretch. I should say the Niners and the Chiefs those back-to-back weeks, but other than that they have five very winnable it's a games. it's an easy yeah it's an easy schedule Oof. outside of those two yeah for sure wow that's crazy so the niners gonna have to p- keep pace there i think all right so the other team would be that i not afraid of the commanders but again it's just a it's a win-loss thing man so let's see right there's six and five and they are home against atlanta next week who the hell knows in that game so the winner of that Atlanta's game is so hard to predict. Yeah. I would give that one at home the way Washington's playing. I would probably give it to Washington. Yeah, I would agree. Tyler or Taylor Heineke uh, has breathed some life into them. I don't think yeah. Wentz is getting his, uh, I don't think Wentz is getting his, his, his job back. It said it after the game. Rivera said he's going with Heineke from now. So Good. Wentz again, just how, how he's fallen from 2017 is just crazy. But I, this yeah. is probably his last chance. I can't imagine him getting another. I think he's a backup from now on. But okay, so yeah. we give them a win there. Then they're at the Giants, have a bye, and then home yeah. against the Giants. Oh, wow. Interesting. So the way I look at those, I always look at division games like that as a split. Personally. Yeah. Probably yeah. fair. So, so if they're six and five, seven and five, seven, six, eight and six. And then a gigantic game against the Niners on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I don't even think I realized that was Christmas Eve. Yeah. So the Niners, that's Seattle's got that tough. The Niners too. The Niners have played Seattle and then Washington back to back. That's that's and that, that's that Seattle there. game is a Thursday game too, which I hate. It's yeah. Yep. And then the, the already yeah, game a division Seattle. game. Yeah. So I still would think the Niners. I think the Niners are gonna win that game though. I yeah, they're better, they're better than the the commanders. They're they just are. They're. Right. I don't think. I don't think that commander's offense is is very good, and the 49ers defense is is better than any defense that that Washington. You know, Washington. Their wins. They've beaten the Jaguars. 
They've beaten the Bears 12 to 7. They beat the Packers 23-21. They beat the Colts 17 to 16. They and then they beat the Eagles 32-21. That's their big yep. that's their big win. And then and riding uh, that with an easy and, win. Today. Yeah, and then they beat the Texans today 23-10. So, right, so again, they're not they're they're winning games and and you got to give it to them, but uh, not in an impressive fashion and not in a fashion that I would be afraid of going into into that that Christmas Eve game. So we it'll, have them, it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens between them and the Giants in those two games. So we have them eight and seven going into week 17 home against Cleveland. Yeah, well, uh, what's his face will be back for Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland at this point doesn't really have anything to play with They're play four, not play with right. play four. They're three and seven. Um, but you know, they're, I imagine that they're going to be throwing things out there to try and determine what they have in, in Deshaun. So yeah, uh, that'll be a, an interesting game. And then they finish against Dallas, which who knows where Dallas, if Dallas is going to need the game, not need the game. And that, I would say that would be the interesting point because again, they're, they're only two losses behind the, the Eagles right now. So, um, yeah. They I might find still it have hard. something to play for. If they finish, they'd have to finish four and two, which means they finish six and two. I'd find that hard to believe. I think at best they're going to go nine wins. The commanders? Yeah. 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 I think that's then the only other team we might have to worry about is Atlanta. If Atlanta happens, if Atlanta happened to beat Washington and get to six and six, then they play the Pittsburgh, which isn't good. They play New Orleans, who isn't good. Pittsburgh's defense is picking up now. They've got Watt back. They've yeah, got they've got Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, again, they're playing the the Bengals tough right now, but still losing 27-23. And they have New Orleans. They have Baltimore. They have Arizona, Tampa. I don't know. Well, I'll worry about Atlanta if they have a couple more wins in a couple weeks. I just I can't yeah. go there with them right now. I, yeah. I just can't. So that means the Niners, though. It's not a cakewalk. I mean, they do have to take care of business. They can't kind of fall into a playoff spot this year. They do have to take care of business. And they have games on the remaining of their they schedule. Have, I say they have a much tougher schedule than any team that we just looked at. Right. And much we didn't tougher. think it was going to be that way at the end of the year, but now it kind of yeah. is. Yeah. So you have Arizona, which we'll talk a little bit more about the game in a little bit, but Arizona's beat them three of the last four. Arizona always plays them tough. I still think they're going to win. Then they play New Orleans, who New Orleans doesn't scare me. But then you have the Miami, Tampa, Seattle, Washington stretch mm-hmm. before you finish out with Vegas and the Cardinals again. But that four games, can the Niners run that table? I think the Niners can beat anybody on any given day. I think the Niners can run the whole season. Yeah. But that stretch. I think they lose one of those games. Absolutely. I think they might lose two of those games. But. That stretch, the fourth through the twenty-fourth, that is going to that that's the stretch for the Niners. They can yeah. even be seven and four going into that stretch. They can beat Arizona and New Orleans, and things can still kind of come off the rails there. Just because you have the Mike McDaniel game, Miami, you have Tampa Bay with Tom Brady and that good defense. You have to go to Seattle on a Thursday, a short week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you play a pesky Washington team. Now, three of those four games are at home, but that's the stretch. That's the stretch of the season that's 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 gonna that's gonna decide the Niners season right there. Absolutely. Yeah. And I didn't and that, that Dolphins game. Like, oh, it's an easy schedule. It's it's not. It's not. 
No, I still, I still, you know, coming out of that bye, I still predicted that they'd go seven and two down the stretch, which would leave them at, at 11 and six. And so mm-hmm. I still have to stick with that. Um, I think those, I think those two losses come in that stretch of uh, Miami, Tampa Bay and Seattle, which means that they would go one and two there, which is tough to, tough to say, but um, that Dolphins game scares the, it scares me so bad. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> um, definitely. And, I and then, and then, and then the, just the emotion from that, right. Even as a team, uh, they're going to chalk it up to Shanahan McDaniel, but as a team, I'm certain that a lot of those players probably love Mike McDaniel, but when it comes down to it, they're like, I want to kick his ass because he's on the other sideline now. Yeah. So it's, there's going to be, be, I can't wait for that game. Yeah. There's going to, I'm going to be at that game. And I'm like I said, I'm still terrified, but, uh, and then, and then, if they win that game, there's absolutely a, a a good opportunity for a letdown in Week 14 against Tampa Bay because you come off an emotional victory and you're looking ahead at that divisional matchup against the Seahawks. So yeah, it's it's a tough stretch. It's a tough stretch, just kind of mentally and emotionally for this team as well to you know have flown out to Colorado Springs, which sounds like the majority of the team wasn't terribly thrilled by with just how cold it was and just wasn't a very good trip for them. Uh, then to fly down to Mexico city, play mm-hmm. at elevation, come home and, you know, then get ready for, for a, a saints team that, you know, isn't very good, but you still can't take them lightly. And then, you know, you've got to get up for, for Miami and then Tom Brady and the bucks like it's, and then, and then the Seahawks it's, it's it's, it's tough. Be, it's tough. Enough, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So other thing I want to talk to you about was just, again, watching the games today, not moving off my couch. I cannot get over. I really love this quarterback class of 2021 coming out. And even last year watching the play, Davis Mills, just he had a pretty good year last year for a rookie. And I said, oh, maybe he could. I didn't think he was going to be like elite, but I thought maybe this guy could be a starter in the league. These quarterbacks are they're terrible, terrible. And you look yeah. at it. So Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, again, 
maybe he's going to be a starter in the league, but they're talking about him as like the surest thing since Andrew Luck and the next Steve Young and all these other things. He is not anywhere near that, at least not yet. He's that he's disappointing just in the sense of what he was going to be and what he is. And the Jaguars are terrible. They're not winning games. What are they won five games with him or whatever it's been in two, two year and a half or they're th- three yeah. and seven this year. The Jags. Yeah. No, not even that. Are they? Yeah. They're three and so, seven. Yeah. So yeah. Um, not the year they hoped with him. And then you go from there. Zach Wilson is atrocious. Terrible. He stinks. And the Jets have a good team around him. So maybe they should just go with Mike White or Joe Flacco or whoever and try to salvage the season. I know it's the second round, second pick overall, so you don't want to give up on it like that. But you also don't want to waste a playoff season with a good team. And right. he said after especially the game, in that market. Yeah, I was going to say that. So he said after the game today, a reporter asked him, and it was a loaded question, you know, do you feel responsibility yeah. or something like that? Does, does the off essentially did the offense let the defense down? Is, is okay. what the question was. was. The wording? Yeah. He said yeah. no, period. Right. No. So right. The way you say that, whether regardless of what you think, especially if you play in New York, you could say no, but I need to be better. I don't feel that, but I'm the quarterback. I need to be better. That's all you have to say. Even if you don't believe mm-hmm. that and you think right, some crazy idea that he played well, you still have to say that. If you didn't say that, it's PR 101. You just say, I need to be right. better. They're going to eat him alive in New York. When I, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, man, you lost to the Patriots again. And I don't know why the hell they're kicking 14 in anybody. a row. Why are you kicking to anybody at that point in the game with no time left? Bit you just kick it out of bounds. They're they're not going anywhere offensively and go to overtime. But they did that. They lose the game. They're going to be all over Zach Wilson. Like it's going to be a feeding frenzy here in New York. Like they're going to destroy him. It's going to be pretty comical. But he sucks. Trey Lance at number three is a big TBD, and he's been disappointing in the sense that he hasn't been able to get on the field. But we have no sure. idea what he is. Um, Justin Fields has been very exciting lately. I hope Mm -hmm. his shoulder injury isn't too bad. He banged up his shoulder Mm -hmm. today. Um, He's getting there passing. He's throwing some interceptions at the end of the past couple games. But again, he's learning. But certainly the arrow looks like it's pointed up with him. He's sort of a unique person. So you got to say the Bears are probably happy with that. Mac Jones looks lost. Absolutely lost. Night and day from last year. Maybe he's having trouble in this offense, but he doesn't look like he's going to be much more than a, a, a middling quarterback or, or even a backup. I, I think, like I was saying, if Derek Carr gets cut, I could see him going to the Patriots. I don't think That's they're going to stick call, with yeah. Mac Jones if there's, if there's a vet out there. Because yeah. they have a pretty decent team, too. You know, they're winning despite having right. a good quarterback. And then Davis Mills, nobody expected anything in the third round, but he's awful. He's almost non-functional. <laughs> and he's so I just, yeah, I can't believe when we when we looked at that class and who should the Niners take, and, well, it's it's kind of scary, man. You may end up having a lot of busts in there. Yeah, you know, it's 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 interesting the Trevor Lawrence thing, I think, is the most interesting to me right now, just because, like you said, he was he was touted as the the best prospect coming out since Andrew Luck, and he looks nothing like Andrew Luck, and and that's. But also to be fair, that's a tough that, that's a tough comparison. Andrew Luck was generational in right. in his in his play and and in coming into the league, so. Maybe that's not fair, but at the same time, you're talking about a guy that was the number one recruit out of high school, right? In, in the same the same class as Justin Fields, and I remember watching Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields on a uh, an ESPN program that was for that was it QB eleven, Elite eleven, Elite eleven. That's what it is. Um, the Elite eleven uh, program, which is run was at the time being run by Trent Dilfer. Um, and I remember watching him in high school and then he went to Clemson and started as a freshman and, and, you know, just looked incredible. So 
for him to be as bad as he is granted he went to jacksonville he had a terrible situation last year Mm -hmm. Uh, it's better this year and maybe 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 it was maybe as a, a a fan or maybe as as analysts and as as fans and 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 content creators maybe we thought he should take a step this year and maybe really it should be that this is really let's judge this as his rookie year with an actual NFL football coach and let's, you know, and hopefully maybe next year is when he takes a step. We'll see. Uh, Zach Wilson. He just, I, he's just looks terrible. He looks God awful. And you know what? It was interesting. It's interesting for you to talk about him in the media there. Zach Wilson spent his entire life in Utah, right? He grew up in Utah uh, and then he went to BYU I I think some people some people said something when he was drafted by the Jets that you know maybe that's going to be a tough transition for him but you know I I think and and I want to I want to say this I'm trying to say this without judgment but he comes from a culture right that there isn't a ton of personal accountability and so to go to a place like New York where they expect that out of you. I, I, I'm not surprised by his answer. You know, I'm not surprised by his answer of, hey, do, do you think the offense let the defense down? No, I don't. You know, basically is like, no, I'm not taking any any kind of responsibility here. When in reality, that's all they're looking for is for you to be like, oh, you know, I don't want to say that we let them down, but I definitely need to be better, right? right? That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do to make it through that question. And so it just kind of speaks to where he's at emotionally and mentally when it comes to being the what's supposed to be the future at the quarterback position in New York. That's not an easy place to be. And it it genuinely looks like they they made the wrong choice in terms of 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 who they took and and I don't necessarily think that he's terrible because he's in New York. I just think that He's not very good, and being in New York just exacerbates that. Yeah, especially um, being on a good team that you're kind of holding back. Right, right, exactly. And so that's an interesting that's an interesting one to continue to monitor because they do they do have the ability to to move off him quickly, right? They've got a good yeah. team, you know. If I think you've got to make that decision sooner rather than later, otherwise it's going to cost Sala and probably uh, Douglas their jobs. And yeah. so it's time for a, a ghost they're in a tough spot. It's time yeah. for a ghost injury. Like, hey, Zach pulled something. He's going to be out for a couple of games. Right. And, right. Uh, and just, you know, and 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 kind of see what see what Flacco does or see what White does. And, and you know, if, if it looks good, you're like, oh, yeah, that injury was a lot worse than, yeah. <laughs> than we thought. <laughs> we'll um, here, maybe. You know, and I think again, I think you're right. I think Justin Fields is the is the quarterback from this class that has an arrow, the only quarterback in this class that has his arrow pointing up. And, you know, I think I think what you're seeing from him is like the exact perfect thing that the Bears as an organization need out of this season. They need to see growth out of Justin Fields and they need to still lose these games. Right. Because it gets them a better draft pick and 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 they can start to build around Justin Fields. So it's like the best of both worlds. You're seeing development. You're seeing growth. You're seeing the potential, 
and you're losing all these close games, which as a fan is frustrating. But arguably, if you take a step back, you go, this is actually the best thing that that could possibly happen for us simply because now we get to see what we have in this kid and we're going to get better draft picks to build around him. So I'm excited for fields. I was a fields at three guy. Um, you know, I w- that was my hope for, for who they were going to bring in. And, and I still have faith in Trey Lance. Um, I'm not saying that I don't, but uh, it does to a certain extent, there's a part of me that's like, well, at least, uh, you know, I feel like that was a win for me. I was like, that was the guy that I, that was the guy that I targeted at three, right? Because prior to that trade up, I actually was on board for Mac Jones, but Mac Jones at 12, because there wasn't an opportunity, there wasn't going to be an opportunity because to me, what Mac Jones represented was Jimmy Garoppolo at a rookie quarterback wage, which was like, I'm in, that's fine. We've shown Mm -hmm. that we can win. That wasn't going to take the offense to the next level, but at the very least you reset the position. You get that rookie, you know, you get that rookie QB in at that rookie wage scale and you know, you, you start spending money elsewhere and see if you can't, you know, essentially pull a, pull a Super Bowl victory out of the air with a quarterback that likely isn't technically good enough to get you there. That's what I thought with Mac Jones. So it, it, and, and I think you're right. I think having Matt Patricia and Joe judge running an offense that doesn't make sense to Mac Jones. uh, I think that's why we're seeing what we're seeing here. Uh, what would be interesting to see is if they just flip flop, like you said, Derek Carr to New England and Mac Jones to Las Vegas, and see if if they can't uh, make that work again with him and McDaniel's. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happens. I really want it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Brian, for the last little bit we got here, we should probably look at this game we got coming up here. Yeah. Niners, Cardinals have not been good this year. Cardinals have a lot of problems. But the Cardinals play the Niners well. They beat them three out of the last four. They beat them in week one last year, and then the Niners beat them late in the season. No, they right. lost both no, games no, last sorry. year. They lost both games last year. Two years ago, two years ago. I'm going back two years ago. Yeah. They, they beat them the first game of the season. The game Garoppolo had a really rough game, and then they beat them late in the season. But mm-hmm. then last year, you have the first game where Lance started that was yep. that 
tried went on a lot of fourth downs and didn't make it. And it yeah. was 17 10. It was kind of a weird game. And then you have the Colt McCoy game when it looked like, okay, what's the happening? sky is falling. It was absolute <laughs> rock bottom for the Niners that game. Now McCoy goes, what, 22 to 26, 249. And McCoy wins last week too. And he comes out and they just, he kind of has made the Cardinals look settled. I don't think Colt McCoy is like a great starting quarterback or anything, but he's a veteran. They say he's a leader. Hope, well, they hope that DeAndre Hopkins will be healthy. He's got a hamstring injury now. Um, you have Rondale Moore. You have Hollywood Brown, maybe back. The last I heard maybe, it was up yeah. in the air. So we'll, we'll see there. Um, they have some weapons there on offense and they, and they have some players on D. So this is one of those division games where I think the Niners are much better than the Cardinals and the Cardinals sort of they have a lot of problems to me. They're just one of those teams that always give the Niners problems. Even in 2019, those, those were tight games. They were close games. They were, they give the Niners problems. So this is, I don't think this is going to be a, a blowout by the Niners by any stretch of the imagination. I think they're going to win. I do, especially after Shanahan went Rocky four with them out in Colorado when he had them training in the snow and whatever else he had them doing out there. You see Nick Bosa was like, it tested our ability to be like <laughs> yeah. optimistic or something. Um, or, yeah. Positive. You know, positive. Yeah. yeah. So that just, yeah, it was straight Rocky four. That's what I picture it. Like with like they're yeah. chopping wood and climbing up mountains and everything else. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a tough game, man. It's going to be a, a, a really tough game. I think the Niners will come out on top, but this, this Cardinals team is, is, is not an easy win for them. They never are. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, if you just look at the numbers, right? Here's the Cardinals DVOA profile, right? So here's all their DVOA rankings uh, at through through last week, right? So through week 10. Uh, on offense, they're 28th overall, 29th in passing offense, 27th in run offense. Oof. They're 21st on defense. They are 19th on, in pass defense, 16th in run defense. They're 22nd in special teams. And overall their DVOA profile as a team is 29th again out of 32. So you look at that and you go, that team sucks, right? Like that team, that is not a good team. Yeah. Yeah. On paper, this team is awful. But like you said, they, for whatever reason, they play the 49ers tough. And, and it's, it's hard for me. I, the 49ers should blow this team out of the water. They just should, right? They're just so much better everywhere than this team currently. But the 49ers haven't really blown anyone out of the water since the Panthers game, which Mm -hmm. was, what, seven weeks ago? I don't know. Whatever. Long ago. This team, for whatever reason, is just not disciplined enough to just put all three phases together and just put it on a team like let's say the Cowboys did against the eight and one Minnesota Vikings today, right? That game, that game still isn't over. Last I checked, it was 40 to three and now it is. Oh, it looks like it did. It did end. It did end at 40 to three. Mercifully, the 49ers, the, the 49ers should be beating a team like the Cardinals in that manner. Will they? I doubt it. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. And that's what's frustrating, right? It's like that's what I'm that's what I'm dying to see from this team is just one week where they just put it all together. Let me let me let me back up. One week that isn't Rams week where they put it all together. <laughs> there you go. Right? Because there, there were two go. weeks 
Rams week where they put it where they did. They put it together. Although that second game, they they did go into halftime down, and then second half they, you know, they they yeah. they blew them out of the water. So are they going to win this game? I yes, I am going to predict that they win this game. Should it be close? No. Will it be close? Maybe. Um, but I'm just it's it's just hard. It's hard for me. See, here's the thing. I, before this season started, right, I I came up with what I thought was one of my most clever ideas, which was you name week 10 of the NFL, the Kingsbury Cliff. Because up until this point, Cliff Kingsbury teams have been amazing up until halfway through the season. And then they've been God awful for the second half. They've just fallen off a cliff, right? So week 10, which is halfway through the season now, it's the Kingsbury Cliff. Well, Cliff Kingsbury said, you know what? I'm going to change it up this year. I'm going to suck in the first half. (laughs) And then maybe, perhaps, that means that we'll be good in the second half. I don't know. Hopefully not. We'll see. Because, to be perfectly honest, this game could be a springboard for them. It really could for their second half. Um, And, I mean, they're still pretty injured. Their their O-line is not good. Their, uh, Their running game is awful. Like you said, Kyler Murray is not playing, although maybe that's a good thing for this team because it sure seems like for all of why Cliff Kingsbury drafted Kyler Murray, which was uh, this is the guy that I wanted at Texas Tech, sure seems like they don't like each other anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. Or at the very least, Kyler doesn't like Cliff. Maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's not reciprocal. But, you know, I, I don't know that I've ever seen a 49ers quarterback just straight up yell uh, at at Kyle Shanahan to calm the F down uh, in the middle of a game like, yeah, like Kyler Murray did two weeks ago or whatever, whenever that was. Um, so maybe it's a good thing that, that Colt McCoy uh, is, is in because it tells, it, it tells that team run routes, run your routes. Well, run crisp routes. The ball's going to be there, right? That's Colt McCoy's game. Right. Kyler Murray's game is, you know, just run your route and then and then look back and see where I'm at. And if I'm scrambling to the left, then start to drift to the left, right? I'll find you, whatever. It's it's backyard ball. And and Colt McCoy allows them to be more of a, a, a I would say, a cohesive offense. So do I think that this offense is good enough to beat this 49ers defense? We'll see, right? They, they do have DeAndre Hopkins back, and DeAndre Hopkins has proven to be a problem for this team. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if, the 49ers just try and run their stuff as you will run the defense that they normally run. Or if they say, you know what, Mooney Ward, you're on, you're on Deandre Hopkins this game, right? We're going to put you on Hopkins. We're going to, and and we're going to, we're going to shade coverage that way. And then we're going to make other players beat us because like we said, there really isn't anybody else except Hollywood Brown. We don't know if Hollywood Brown's playing or not. Yeah. Hollywood Brown and, and DeAndre Hopkins have not played in the same game yet this season. Um, Zach Ertz is out, obviously. He's had surgery. Yeah, so Ertz is out. So should the 49ers say, blow this team out? Absolutely. I will, will say they? this. Probably not. Right. And one thing the Cardinals do is they turn the ball over. They have 14 turnovers this year. And I think they had three games with multiple turnovers, seven fumbles, and seven interceptions. So when the Niners get in trouble, I mean, any team will get in trouble when they turn the ball over, but we know that the Niners tend to shoot themselves in the foot. So that could be something to look out for if they turn Jimmy over a couple of times, because Jimmy's been great not throwing picks. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's coming at some point soon. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
Um, this is Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's second opportunity this season to, for the first time as a 49er, go three straight games without throwing an interception. He had done do that. Yeah. And he had done that against the, um, the Seahawks and the Panthers, and then had that opportunity against the Falcons through two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Now he did it against the Rams. And he did it uh, last week against the Chargers. Now he has the opportunity to do it against the Cardinals. And if he does, that will be three games, three straight games without interception for the first time in his 49ers career. That was good. He has, he can prove a lot of people wrong this season. He really can. He could really kind of have Alex Smith like redemption if he keeps doing what he's doing. But we'll see. We'll see. And I not think- only that. I was to say, and that will give him. There's going to be a spot for him next year if he can if he can do that if he can show. If he can show out, he'll have he'll have a starting in, job somewhere in next the NFL. Year. Absolutely, yeah. the quarterback position has been awful this year in a lot of places. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna start somewhere next year. If unless he falls off a cliff last half of the season, he's gonna start somewhere next right. year. Absolutely. So, yeah. all right, I think it's gonna be close. I'm gonna say 27, 23 Niners. I think they're gonna win, but I think it's gonna be closer than it should be and drive us all crazy like it normally does. <laughs> um, like I said, I don't think they're gonna blow them out. Um, I do think that they're gonna score on them. Um, you know, I guess it. I guess it depends on what your definition of a of a blowout is. I'm gonna say they still win by two scores. Uh, I'm gonna go with your same, which was 27, uh, but I think they hold this offense to 17 points. So I'm gonna say 27-17, San Francisco 49ers. All right, we'll be back to talk about it on Tuesday for our next show. For Brian, I'm Al. Twenty Four Hundred Sports is an Odyssey company.